0: I'm Jose Vizquerra, President and CEO of O3 Mining. We have a project in Valdor called Marban Analfa. Alpha. We have over 3.9 million ounces of gold in a very prolific district, a district that has produced more than 40 million ounces of gold. With me is our Vice President of Exploration, Luis Gariepi, and Jean-Félix, uh, who is our Director of Operations, with whom we're going to be very pleased to talk about our projects. Gentlemen, so nice to um, see you all.
1: Um, O3 Mining, what an extraordinary story. Um, I've been following you for well, not that long. I'm quite new to the project. Um, and I just see you've got a fantastic resource base um, and you've got a, a a very attractive market capitalization. I'm, and I see that the the, the the gold market has not been very friendly to you in the last Um, few months indeed has not been friendly to so many companies but um obviously the company is based on its on its geology and i i don't know the geology of this area so i wondered um if you could just talk to me about what your plans are for this um for the next year and perhaps before we do that could you just introduce me to the geology that you've got in your resources at the moment i think that'd be a really
0: good starting point Fundamentally, it's very important to maybe do a quick introduction here. We are part of one of the most important greenstone belts in the world. As you know, the most important greenstone belts are in Australia and certainly in Canada. Uh, One of them is where we are located, which is Valdor and Timmins. We have all our assets in Valdor. And uh, Luis, our vice president of exploration, will go more in detail into what we have, particularly in Marvin, and then in Alpha, in Marvin, where we are working on moving our projects from a preliminary economic assessment to a pre-feasibility study, remembering the preliminary economic assessment was showing a net present value of $423 million with a 5% discount rate. Luis, all yours. All right. So uh,
2: here is uh, uh, geologically, very simplistically, our uh the, the location of our properties in the Val d'Or-Malartic uh, uh, This is the trace of the, the major Cadillac Larder Lake uh, 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 fault. Uh, the location of the well-known Canadian Malartic mine is, is right here. And uh, at Marbon, um, mineralization is associated with uh, splay faults coming off the Cadillac Larder Lake. Uh, and uh, which deposited a, a series of, uh, of of gold deposits in that uh, particular area of uh, of the property. So uh, it's important to note that our uh, uh, PFS that we're currently uh, working on is <coughs> is including uh, these uh, deposits located in the southeast portion of the the, the Marben, uh, property. Uh, And it's also so it means that we have this entire northwest uh, part of the property that is uh, probably three times the size of the the Marbon uh, engineering project that we still have to explore. It's it's more uh, a a greenfield exploration, very little historical drilling. And uh, we know for sure that uh, those uh, splay faults uh, continues uh, on that part of the property. So. uh, later this year, we will um, we should have a a, a a program to start execute uh, drilling there potentially later this year or uh, next winter. Hang on, um, uh, Louis. Thank you. That's,
1: that's a really helpful introduction. But just if we, if we just focus on that uh, on that Marban area, you've got some. Um, this, you've got this, the symbols, the you know the the hammer and the hammer symbols, suggesting that there are um, old mines there. And uh, were those small underground mines going down structure, because the resource grade you've got at Marban is around one gram a ton. So are you yes. are you is, is it wall rock or is it are you um is it in the intrusions associated with the structure or you know what 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 kind of um, structures are you looking at or is it just kind of um, lots and lots of little um, uh, veinlets that carry the grade across barren material I mean, um, can you just kind of give me a bit more
2: feel for what you're actually um, so you see my you see the geological map on the screen there yes okay uh, so give me a minute here all right so uh, that's a uh, let's say uh, zoom in uh, into the, what, what, uh, what, what is considered within the PFS. Uh, you see the outline, uh, outlines of the, the proposed uh, pits. Those are the PEA pits. Yep. Uh, they, they still have to be updated uh, with, um, with, with, with the new resource update that's coming uh, in, in a few weeks. Um, so the geology very simplistically, not, not simplistically in more details, uh, the same faults that I just showed are represented here. It's not a single line, obviously. It's a corridor, uh, like it very often uh, occurs. So this is the, Mar- the norbanite fault. This is the down here the marbanite fault, uh, and uh, those uh, structures um, F- uh, go across as uh, alternances of uh, ultramafics in uh, in violet, yes, uh, basalts in green and uh, felsic dikes in this uh, pink, uh, light pink color. So wh- what happens in, in these, uh, in these uh, corridors is uh, um, the ultramafics are very soft, so they, they are ductile material. And the basalts and the dikes are more fragile, so those are the ones who cracks up uh, uh, to allow uh, deposition of the gold-bearing uh, quartz veins. Uh, so uh, and and the ultramafics they, they they do contain some veins uh, sometimes but very rarely because they, they don't open up it, it's too soft it's like soap so uh, they shear and and, and really the, the potential is within the basalt and the dikes so you see uh, underneath the, the series of uh, drill holes here you see that at Marben for example the package uh, the the basalt package is is, very wa- is wider than yep. uh than elsewhere and it's also at the, at the at an angle uh with, with the rest so uh we believe that uh that's that's why we we had uh, so many veins deposited in that uh, basalt um uh, uh, <clears throat> pocket at marvin uh and uh, you see uh, uh maybe there is another map but the uh, next map will uh will be better uh, so this is uh um, okay. more detailed map uh, where you can uh, see also again that, uh, the basaltic unit at but that is wider. So what, what has been ex- historically mined are the, the I-grade veins. So it was uh, it was uh, uh, it was uh, you know, uh, uh, underground mining going for the I-grade in, in a series of uh, uh, following uh, poles that, uh, that, that occur in that basaltic unit. And they uh, obviously, they took the best, and, uh, but there, there is a series of veins and veinlets in the, in the, the, in the foot wall uh, and hanging walls. So uh, th- this uh, means that, uh, in fact, the entire basaltic uh, uh, package at Marban can host uh gold mineralization okay so that's that's kind of the key question i was kind of getting to really so the this isn't selective mining this is bulk mining yes yeah this is bulk mining uh and uh and um well i don't i don't have a drill section that that i can uh, show i don't have that uh, on end right now but what you you will typically see and it reflects in the press releases that we we took out if you you look in details at the press releases, some of them uh, you, you will see, uh, for example, the uh, two grams over 25 meters. And then there's a gap, uh, where the, uh, where, where we hit, uh, the historical stopes. So there, and then the, 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 mineralization continues on the other side. And we may have another, let's say, uh, the two grams over 15 meters in the footwall. So those, that, that, lower grade material was left uh, uh, by the underground mining because obviously they couldn't get everything, um, all the the tiny uh, veinlets that are present in the basalt uh, package. And sometimes, uh, as you can see also in the press releases, uh, we release uh, very very good grades can be, and even uh, uh, above 100 grams per ton uh, intercepts were left um in the walls of the uh underground operation um, so
1: so all of the um all of the resources in the pea resource at the moment are centered on old workings is that correct and it's just kind of it's the it's the extension and the and the and the width and the strike extensions of these kind of the overall
2: packages yeah that's exactly that so uh, we're taking the lower grid material in that uh uh, around the the historical underground mine, um, and and in fact, it, it's nothing new, right? Uh, you look at the neighbor Canadian Malartic; that's exactly what they what they did also. And, and uh, Detour Lake uh, is the same story. There, there were underground mines there in the past, and, and they they realized uh, uh, that uh, the geologists that uh, that worked there realized that there was that low grade envelope around the or the high grade shoots and uh by doing the studies we realized that uh, uh, that low-grade material can be economic so uh we, we go for the open pit scenario and
1: um what's the variability like the strike i mean what's your drill density are you requiring to do i mean does it over time you know do you get st- statistical comfort on a certain drill spacing uh, basically at
2: marvin and noral arctic Kierens, uh, we're talking roughly uh, 40 meter spacing uh, between uh, drill holes so it's uh, we consider it's pretty good because many gold uh, deposits uh, uh,
1: have to be much tighter than that yeah well that's fantastic so I mean that's exactly what I was just trying to get to so that your, your drill hole spacing for indicated given the way that the geology is, is around 40 meters at, at, um, Nord-Lartik and Marbon.
2: Correct. Yep.
1: And so, um, are you, are you doing a lot of infill drilling this year? I mean, how much, how much, of, I, sorry, I don't have the, um on top of my head, how much of your kind of PEA resource? are you No, taking no, no
2: worries. Uh, um, we had, the uh we had to drill. Uh, we completed about 26,000 meters of infill drilling. Um, and I would say that uh, probably 80% of uh, these uh, metrics was uh, was completed on North Arctic. And the reason for that is that uh, at North Arctic, uh, in the dat- historical database, we had um, a, a, a fair number of uh, of drill holes that uh, were drilled in the 60s, 70s, and uh, in the seventies, that couldn't pass uh, the the, the QAQC test, basically because the detection limit in the lab that was used at that time was 0.3 grams per ton, and our cutoff is 0.3. So it means that all the material between 0.3 and 0.7, 0.8 was unreliable. Um, so, uh, we, so that's basically why we had to. Uh, to uh, To do that infill drilling to increase uh, 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 to get the, the sufficient uh, certainty uh, uh, for to to get those uh, those tonnages uh, back into the indicated uh, category. And you've, you, am I right in thinking that you're targeting March as you
1: release for the resource um, at Marban that would feed into the PEA? Correct. Yeah. And are you still are you still drilling, or has there, have you reached data cutoff
2: yet? No, the drilling is uh, drilling was uh, completed before uh, year end, uh, before Christmas, uh, and um, we have uh, we, we received uh, basically all the assay results. Uh, in, as you know, all the, the labs are overbooked, and it's uh, it's dramatic, basically. Uh, but uh, uh, we managed to get all, uh, all our assay results. Uh, uh, it's it's all in. And uh, our um, resource estimation consultant, G-Mining, um, has already uh, started uh, working on the resource, um, uh, the resource estimate uh, update. So, uh, so they will need approximately uh, three to four weeks uh, to complete that uh, update. Okay, great. Louis, thank you so much. Um,
1: why don't we give you a break and uh, um, move over to Jean-Félix and ask about the... Um you know how that's going to feed into the PEA sorry into the pre-feasibility study you've got another uh, eight months to run on that or so eight or nine months um could you just kind of talk me through what are the um what you're looking at is different to the PEA and what what the um major changes are and how you're accommodating inflation because inflation is so real at the moment
3: yeah, sure. So, uh, so first things on top of uh, infill drilling, we're also closing out on the different prep work that are needed for, for the PFS. So, uh, med tests are well ongoing. Uh, we're just closing out on, on geomechanical um, testing and lab, but also uh, field work, same thing on geotechnical. So, obviously, we'll have much more information to, to feed that PFS that we use uh, for, for PEA. Uh, so first thing we'll do, and so resource new resources, uh, so updated values from, from that from that point. Also, uh, rework the layout to optimize uh, the layout and how we use the land around around the different um, mining uh, open pits. Um, also, well, there is a different um, trade-off studies that are included in the PFS. So tailings, the deposition methods, and and, and treatment, uh, mine-to-mill optimization, um, and also leaching leaching uh, trade-offs. So so basically, it's it's really to start from the PEA we, we have a good good uh, study there, so we're not starting from scratch. So we're really building up on the PEA with the new information to to extract them the most value that, that we have, and also understand what we need to do for for the next uh, the next steps. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: Hang on, but quick, two, two quick questions. Um, so in the pre-feasibility stage, as you say, you do the trade-off studies, you're, you're always trying to optimize, you're trying to get the best fit in terms of um, scale and processing. Um, just a quick question. Have you, Are you looking at different throughput rates? Are you looking at different output rates? I mean, I know you've been talking in the past about, um, you know, a life of mine average about 115,000 ounces per annum. Um, with the flexibility to increase to 150 if you get the, the resource, perhaps at Campflow Deeps or, or wherever. Um, are you looking at different scale sizes now? You know, I'm putting in, I don't know, capacity so that you can expand later on or changing grade. I mean, just, just could you talk to me a little bit about how you size the operation?
3: Yeah, uh, good good question. So so first we need to define the, the resource before to see the, the evolution from the PEA. So and uh, knowing that, then then we'll do the optimization as we also, as we always do, uh, trying to optimize the, the, the great profile and tonnage across the across the mine life. Uh, at this point it's difficult to say how, if it will move from, from the PA numbers, uh, because we, we need to know the the resource uh, at the at the beginning. Uh, but for sure it will be part of those trade-off uh, evaluation, but it's more than that it's more than just a, a tonnage profile and a life, life of mine optimization. it's also how, how we will do it so so even it's inside that same life, life of mine, how we can optimize the, the project and, and and see where where we can where we can improve and and on the same side what, what we can do after that, that TFS to still improve that, that progress.
1: Thank you. And and on the um, on the processing side, is, are you clear about the processing flow sheet? And, and I mean, obviously these things have been mined historically, but those were for the vein material. So you are now looking at bulk material. Are, are you comfortable that you are settled on a chosen um, process route that won't change from the PEA, or is that still open for discussion?
3: Yeah, so so PA result for uh, is it's a standard processing for for the region. So there's no surprise there. It's still uh, metallurgy tests are still ongoing, but there's no surprise. So so we'll still uh, optimize the grinding circuit and, and the mine to mill uh, optimization. Uh, but in terms of uh, processing, the gravity leach uh, won't, won't change at this point. There's no there's no surprise or there's there's no big big difference.
1: Great and um, metallurgy grain size. Um, I mean, I, I I'm sorry, I'm ignorant for the for those kinds of green stones, But do you have arsenopyrite? Do you, do you have kind of fine grains? Do you have kind of you know what's your re- recoveries is like?
3: Uh, so so in terms of uh, comparison with with the region, it's the it's it's a soft and I I uh, a coarser target. So uh, so we don't have those uh, fancy fancy stuff. So it's a uh, easy. Easy to leach uh, coarse uh, coarse target. So so we're still finalizing the numbers. It's difficult to say today, but uh, uh, but if we compare to to the different mine around, so we'll, we'll definitely be coarser than, than the average, which which is around seventy five microns in, in the region. Uh, we'll will be coarser than that for sure. Uh, it was for, for the PEA, Well, it's on the same same line.
1: And no encapsulated um, gold. No arsenopyrite. No arsenopyrite. Great. So kind of cl- clean and clean and simple. And you you benefit from that famously low power cost in Quebec.
3: <laughs> exactly.
1: Um good. Um perhaps now's a good time to talk about potential feeders from Camflow. Um I I um I saw in one of the in the corporate presentation there was kind of, I think, a long section with uh representation of Malarctic, which I I because I'm ignorant in the area, I didn't understand about the geographical proximities. Um, is, is it that close so that you can represent it on a, on a long section?
2: Yeah, I can uh, you, you see that uh, presentation here? Yes, got it. Yeah, yeah this is the uh, slide that
1: I didn't understand. So uh, it'd be great if you yeah, could explain okay. it to so me. So let,
2: let's start with, uh, with this one. Um, so you, you see the, it's a composite uh, cross-section uh, across the entire district. Here is the Marbon pit, North Arctic, Kieren's, a smaller Goldock, uh, Orion that was a, um, a mine uh, underground, Malartic high grade, all of those. And Campflow is here, and it's dipping to the north, uh, about where my hand is, uh, that's the limit between our property to the north and the Canadian Malartic property to the south. So. Uh, and you see the, the historical mine there and the, the continuity at depth of uh, of the ore bodies. Uh, in the yellow is the main camflow plug that we call it. It's a, it's a cyanide. Well, they called it a cyanide, but in fact, it's a cyanide. It's hematized, uh, probably granodiorite, uh, very circular shaped uh, intrusion um that is uh, that was affected by um a, a gold bearing structure uh, so that uh, that plug continues at depth and is uh, open at depth and there is uh, another smaller zone that would that they call historically the diorite ore uh it, it contained only 10 percent of the of, of the of the the gold produced so uh it's not volume uh, in in amount of gold it's not the main target the main target is really the the main plug here uh so, so, so you've got rights over
1: how much of that sorry you've got so at what depth do you start having rights? um uh, 800 meters vertical okay
2: and the okay. bottom of the um, so uh, you see here uh uh, well sorry about that it's uh, this one is looking north and this one is looking south so uh, and, uh w- 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 we uh, we have to fix that uh so uh, you see the bo- uh, our uh, property limit is uh, is here at about 800 vertical exactly and the bottom of the the, the historical mine is at as 1166 uh, meters uh that's the bottom of the the, the 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 historical production, and uh, before they closed the the mine, Barrick um, drilled twenty two drill holes to uh, to um, get an appraisal of uh, the continuity of the deposit below uh, the 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 deepest level, yep. and uh, at that time, with the gold price that uh, that was uh, that they had. Uh, and also uh, their priorities uh, dramatically shifting outside of canada it's about the time that they went into nevada yeah uh, so they decided to uh, not to to deepen the mine and close it so uh, we have the information of those uh, 22 drill holes and, and that's what uh, supported uh, with uh, a quick uh, calculation of uh, of, uh, of the value of uh, uh, of uh, what could be a resource down there it uh, appeared to us uh, more than enough to support uh, drilling uh, uh, to, to support and, and build on the, uh, um, a resource below the the last level so uh, here is a representation in green of the mother hole with the daughter holes uh, aiming at uh, testing uh, the extension of the deposit uh below uh below the what what uh, Barrick had drilled and uh, we are we decided also uh that we had to drill uh, uh, uh drill test what Barrick did drill in order to get uh calibration uh, sorry a calibration yeah you know, calibration some, and some. also because uh, the core is not available uh, and, and, uh, the, uh, these assays were done at the camp flow, uh, the camp flow mine. So we don't have, uh, assay certificates. So it, it's impossible to have QAQC on those. Uh, so we decided to, uh, to drill some holes there. So the, and the, in red, you have the, the drill holes, uh, same, same thing. One mother hole and, and daughter holes testing the diorite ore uh, uh, inside our
1: property. You've, you've, you've drilled, you've done those holes that you showed in red, you've done the holes you showed in green, and you've drilled underneath the old, um, you've drilled where the Barrack 22 holes were. Is that correct? We are in that process now. Yeah. And are you, so when you talk about putting re- numbers out or results out for camp flow, is it going to be for all of those holes or are you kind of
0: you're still drilling? We're still drilling. Like we have right now, we're in the process of finishing the first one, which is crossing through the area where, where Barrack Hole was. We'll put another hole 150 meters below and another hole will go even 300 meters below a, a long strike. And we'll be able to understand what's going on there. And if we could have uh, enough ore, that will be valuable for us to go underground. And, okay, two immediate questions. i, mean, I got lots of questions,
1: but two immediate questions. The first one is, um, you've described it very vividly, Louis. Louis. So you... um you must be able to see the, the cyanite or the hematized granodiorite, whatever you want to call it, the cam flow plug. You must be able to see that very clearly with the eye. And what about the diorite? Can you
2: see that? Uh, we're, yeah, yeah, right. The diorite is, uh, is, is, is easy to recognize uh, when you get into it. You see the alteration. What uh, Unfortunately, what we cannot um, appreciate is uh, we, we cannot predict the grade. Uh, at Camploo, uh, Camplo flow is, uh, is is disseminated mineralization in the form of uh, of uh, pyrite uh, over magnetite, uh, with uh, with uh, stringers of pyrite, sometimes quartz veinlets, uh, and, and very little sulfides. One to maximum two percent uh, pyrite, um, and uh, but uh, he, he, it, it was the same, and we, we hired um, a, a geologist who had the, who was working at the mine when it was buried. So, uh, and and he, he confirmed what we uh, we we could uh, appreciate from the, the 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 historical information is it, it's uh, it's not predictable. You see the mineralization; it's it, it, uh, sometimes it's uh, it's low grade. Sometimes there's a kick uh you can only be sure when you see uh, visible gold with, which is not frequent uh, uh, at Campflow. flow okay good but at least you can see the geology so
1: you know when you you know when you've hit it you know when you're in uh, in the structure and you, oh, you know this is uh, totally
2: yeah. clear yes yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 uh it's crystal clear but we have to wait for the assay results unfortunately Sure. Well, I, I look
1: forward to those. I mean, I, hopefully, that'll be an interesting uh, reading uh, in the months ahead. Um, how would you access that all? Just kind of hypothetically, what are your options of getting to
2: it? Well, uh, maybe I'll 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 let Jean Felix talk about that if you
3: want. Yeah, sure. So, so obviously, uh, at the depth, it it will be uh, need. We will need a shaft at that depth. So, it, it's really. Uh, Early in the process to say uh, how big it can be or, or what, what exactly we'll need. Uh, there's still some infrastructure for the for, from the old Camflow mine. So, um, but yeah. So, but obviously it will be an underground mine.
1: But could you could you use the existing shaft down to eleven hundred meters or twelve hundred meters, or do you have to go on your own shaft?
3: As it uh, as I said, so it's really early. So. So it may be an option. So there's like a, there's three options. There's, there's using the old shaft uh, and then go with the ramp. All the, using the old shaft and go with the whims and deepening the old, the, the old one or start a new one from scratch. So, so that's pretty much the option that you have. Which one will be better? Uh, it will need more results from Luis to, to say which one will be. On those lines, the initial numbers that
0: um, our consultants were giving is that at this moment, at least, making the previous shaft bigger will cost us as much as doing a new, a new shaft. But of course, those things are changing all the time, as, as Jean-Felix well explained. So we'll have to wait for, for final numbers once we know better about the, uh, the genesis of what we have in, in, the, in the comfort part.
3: Yeah, but potential throughput will be uh, the, the the key point of to decide which option will be will be better. Obviously, the old chaff is uh, will be limited on throughput, um, uh, as the the, the mine in, in during those time were were lower throughput mines. Um, but I as I said, we need more numbers to define that throw put and then decide which which option is better.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's that's the key. Uh, the key point that uh, Jean-Félix just uh, explained. We we have. First, we have to un- to see what's what we have down there, uh, and uh, and uh, what kind of deposit, the grade, the size, uh, and, and that's really the objective that we're seeking right now with our uh, exploration drill every 150 meters down the plug, to give us uh, an initial appraisal of uh, what what we have down there, and and see if, well first uh, to to see if, if it can be economic and. Uh, and if it is, uh, well, what is the best way, right? Just imagine if we find, uh, uh, because we know it's disseminated and inside that this, uh, low-grade dissemination, it's a bit like uh, Marvin. They, they took out uh, the higher grade structures, uh, even though they were pretty wide, uh, 15 to 20 meters wide. Uh, Camp Lo was uh, famous for those uh, large uh, underground openings. But there is still grade in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in what was left. So, uh, is it going to be a, a, a repetition of uh, what they mined up there, which, which was a uh, stops of uh, maybe 15 meters wide with an average of 5.26 grams per ton? Or is, could it be a, a 50 meters wide uh, deposit at two grams and a half? So, I mean, it's very different, right? Okay, well, let's lots of optionality there. Now, um, the
1: time ticks on. um, Let's move on to two other areas. One is I'd like to know what the plan is on the exploration to the northwest of Marban and for the rest of the year, what you're looking at in terms of growing your resource base. And the second is, well, let's talk about Bulldog as well up at Alpha. But first of all, can we talk about the, the exploration plans for 2022 on the rest of the kind of the Marban prospect areas outside of the
2: looking out of the resource rather than looking in okay so uh the the, the pre-feasibility project stops about here uh, there's a the, there are zones here that we know like the h zone uh, the w zone that was discovered uh, in the past with uh, the grades that you see on the screen uh, there is uh, also the that zone in the in the northwest uh, I don't know why, it looks like I cannot zoom in more. But anyway, Zone Odette is, is located here, it's, it's in a plug. So it obviously, anyone can make a quick uh, comparison between Odette and the Campfro mine that is down here. It's uh, located at the same volcanic sediment contact, those are in blue, the Tehwagama-Greywaki uh, uh, formation and to the north northeast the volcanic package so and flow is down here and uh, the odet zone is sitting up there the same contact there was a bulk mining uh, a bulk sample taken there uh, there's a lot of uh, <coughs> disseminated gold it was drilled uh, down to about 300 meters but we're not sure about uh, the potential laterally and as you see it's all falling on our property so there's, uh, there's more than about four or five kilometers uh, of uh, that contact that we can explore on, the, on that property. There is also the Ludovic uh, zone that's uh, associated with another uh, a co- a structural corridor, similar and parallel to the Marbonite and Norbonite. So you see a 2.7 over 1.2 here, Ludovic. You have a three grands over six, uh, eight over three, so all of that uh, uh, has the potential to uh, to extend on that part of the property. So uh, there is more that uh, to be explored over there. What are you budgeting in terms of um, drilling? Uh, right now, we we, we didn't uh, we we don't have uh, we didn't uh, uh an amount of meters to be drilled there. We have uh, a preliminary work to be done. There is no historical mag survey covering that area we just have the the ministry uh, v- a very wide uh, wide spaced uh, mag and mag in this environment is, is key uh, to uh, locate uh, pot- uh, uh, potential areas and to target uh, we have a very good uh, mag survey over the marbon uh, previsibility area and in march we're gonna we're going we, we we're going to cover the entire rest of the property with drone at a very, uh, 50 meters spacing, very low elevation, so it's going to be a very useful tool uh, to uh, uh, that plus the historical results. So it's going to be a fantastic tool to uh, delineate target areas in which we will follow up during the summer with geology, perhaps geo- geochemistry, if the overburden is not too, uh, too thick. And uh, the plan is to come up, it's uh, the end of the summer, maybe uh, September, uh, with, uh, with a, um, a drill program based on all, all those, uh, uh, those works.
0: Marilyn, yeah. one part that is very important to understand here to your question on what are you guys drilling outside of the main pits that we were drilling inside. Uh, what Luis has is a program Within that area that we call the Marvan Engineering, where he will be drilling to find more ore outside of those pits, but in that southern area. And that's the, the immediate drilling that we will have for the next couple of months. Then towards September, moving on the more green fields area. So um, that means the, uh, the north, northeast areas that we have outside of the pit but still within the area of influence of the engineering studies. So kind of almost brownfields, even though it's not an operation yet. That's ex- exactly a- what it is. It's brownfields. And what we just speak what Luis just spoke about that you took him there was more on the greenfields idea and and, and certainly it shows the prospectivity of of this project. No? I mean although it has been a very mature terrain, you can see how much more can be done here. Yeah.
1: And have you got a kind of um, a, a, have you got a program for that? Let's call it the the resource expansion in in that area. Have you got a number of rigs or a number yes. of meters that
0: you can share, or is that still internal? No, we have a program which was uh, explained on, on on our letter to shareholders early in the year for I think it's around thirty thousand meters in the case of uh, Alpha. And forty thousand meters in the case of Marvin. So that thirty thousand meters will be divided into uh,
2: between the camp flow extension and those targets the outside the pits uh, near surface that uh, Jose just explained. Okay,
1: great. Well, let's quickly go on to um, Alpha. Let's go to Bulldog. It's got nice grade, I see, and you've 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 got um, a resource targeted there for September.
2: That's correct. Okay, so uh, I'll uh, share that screen here. So this is a this is a zoom over uh, the. Um, sorry, I'll uh, annotate something here. Okay, so you see that 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 figure is located here <coughs> with respect to the entire Alpha property. Um, it's located uh, as you see here in the just west of the of the east sullivan pluton and mm. we have all the the reasons to believe now with all the studies that uh, that we completed uh, uh, namely the the uh, artificial intelligence study that we completed with uh, with myra last year uh, it's pretty clear that uh, that the bulldog area is located inside uh, a pressure shadow nice uh, nice the, classic yeah, classic correct so uh, we're, uh, we're <clears throat> and that explained very clearly and very uh, strongly why we have the bulldog mineralization in this area and the good news that uh, that we have now uh, while drilling bulldog uh, uh, <clears throat> deeper we had to step back obviously and we 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 found out uh, that other zone kappa that is uh, is building up and uh, that is a stag zone about 150 meters north of Bulldog, so uh, it's uh, it, it's uh, we're quite excited about that, excited about that because it's in the same general area and it offers potential to grow. Uh, so I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's it looks
1: um, it's not the same it's quite the same geology because you're in the Grey Wackies, aren't you, or is it on the
2: boundary between the greywackes? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's in the, sorry, I should have explained geology, uh, uh, it's in the same uh, environment. But The trick here is uh, the, the relationship with those, with those dikes uh, coming off a larger uh, intrusion uh, in, in, the, in, the, in that area. The mineralization is strictly related to those dikes. And again, it's probably a, 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 a rheological contrast between uh, softer and an harder uh, rock. So, um, and, and there is another dike here in between, right? Uh, until now, it 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 didn't prove up to to be mineralized, but uh, we never know. It uh,
1: we could have uh, surprises. And um, two questions. It, it, so that that dike is a different age, and presumably and have you got good geophysics over this have you got good mag survey over this area
2: uh it doesn't show very well on the on the geophysics um interesting uh, yeah yeah, yeah it's um not it, with uh, n- nothing clear at least
1: ah okay
2: well, okay that's, so that makes life, a, life harder lot,
1: sorry that makes life harder
2: yeah <laughs> right <laughs> uh so that that's um, a very uh Quick outline of uh, what could be uh, the the deposit uh, limits at uh, at Bulldog. Uh, you see that, uh, and this is in a press release uh, that we uh, released, uh, I don't recall exactly when uh, we released uh, the results from uh, from Bulldog above uh, 450 meters. Um, uh, some some months ago, and uh, now uh, we we will. Um, uh, keep delineating, and we hope that with this drilling uh, above 450 meters, uh, we should be uh, in a position to uh, to uh, reach the inferred category uh, above that limit. And uh, we will drill a bit more uh, to um, in provision of the, the 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 resource estimate that we plan for for September. This is going to happen uh, this winter and summer. And uh, also we have this area here where uh, those intercepts suggest that uh, we could have uh, uh, another zone uh, at Bulldog that uh, is open uh, to the west for now. Uh, So so you see that it's about uh, 300 meters wide, the the area uh, that uh, has uh, the economic potential, 300 meters uh, wide by so far 500 meters and uh, we have indications that uh, we have no reason to believe that it's closed at, uh, at depth so it looks and like it's open
1: what's it what's it feel like um can you um kind of give an average thickness uh
2: bulldog uh i'd say uh, six meters okay <clears throat> so,
1: uh, and so you, uh, can, you can you can draw an open pit down
2: quite a long uh, way, open but pit but at bulldog it's uh uh where
1: it, it's it's but it feels Not, more like an underground target.
2: Yeah, it it really looks like an underground uh, uh, opportunity here. And this is a Kappa zone, 100 meter, 150 meters to the north. So as you see, as you, you remember, it's to the north. We're drilling north to south. So every time we, we aim for the Bulldog zone, we will cross the Kappa zone. Yeah. yeah. So this is, uh, this, this is why... Uh, you see in the, in here a good number of uh, of intercepts because those drill holes were aiming at the bulldog, yeah. And it's really when we 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 cut that four point four grams over four point one meters at bulldog uh, that was the start of uh, of that new potential area right just on just to the east of the of the bulldog. If I would put the bulldog. Uh, uh, zone outline in here it would be here yeah okay uh so uh, when we we cut that four grams uh, while drilling at uh, at, at bulldog uh, to the east uh so we were obviously pretty happy and uh, even happier when uh, 100 meters uh, down here we got a 12 grams over eight meter uh that was uh, just released uh, last week i believe uh, so uh, so this thing is open, as you see, uh, uh, down uh, down dip and to the east also. The, this latest uh, intercept is, is wide open to the east. We have uh, these intercepts also open here. We believe uh, if it's something similar to bulldog, we should be looking at more or less vertical rake. But we don't know for sure because uh, uh, we see that kappa is a bit of a different animal geologically. Uh, while uh, bulldog is uh, disseminated pyrite in uh, in in uh, in, in uh, sericitized albitized and silicified uh, dikes with no veins uh, uh, whatsoever the disseminated pyrite kappa is uh, is is uh, is located within a, a strongly biotized envelope that can be 20 to 30 meters wide affecting the entire dike and the high-grade uh, intercepts at Kappa are, are associated with an overprint of uh, pyrite, calcopyrite, uh, epidote, and calcite uh, veinlets. Um,
1: so, um, so n- you can you can see it as a, as a geologist. Um, is the work up until that resource estimate focused on drilling out? Um, Kind of quite spatially constrained holds to those two main features. I would, um, and do you have another rig doing kind of regional stuff at Alpha, or is it you're just? Um, no, I'm not. I don't, I don't. I don't mean just. But are you focused on um, Bulldog within the Alpha
2: zone for the resource? No, you're correct. We're we're not. Uh, we we have. Uh, it's it's twofold. One is. Uh, expanding on the uh, 50 to 100 meters spacing in the extension uh, of what I just uh, showed on the longitudinal. And we have another um, another rig that is going more regional. So what I show here a uh, zoom out um, that uh, allows you to, uh, wait a minute, I'll find the...
1: Uh well, you can use the, there's the alpha property there on the top right of the screen.
2: Sorry. yeah so uh you, you see a cap and bulldog so that yeah. other rig is going to test the extension towards the west yeah uh, and also to uh to the east um so uh, so right so the, the, this is going to be a, a 400 meter step out or say uh, yeah. uh to, to uh hopefully identify and and find other um other uh other shoots other or shoot well I just said 400 meters that's not that i think it we we decided to go 250 or 300 max and uh, based on the fact that the the or shoot that uh, bulldog is 300 meters wide uh on the east west so if uh, say the the concept is let's say we have other ore shoots like that to the west and to the east so by drilling uh, 250 meter, 300 meter spacing, if there is another one we should hit it. And
0: one important thing that I think uh, at least get me extremely excited and, and I assume Luis as well is the fact of understanding that we are dealing with intrusions we are dealing with in quotes sort of quasi porphyry. So it really allows you to understand these things better once we understood that. So we know in which which part of the system we are when we are in areas with more sericide or areas with more biotite, So when we reach these areas, we don't stop the drills, but rather continue until we hit the areas that are mineralized. And that has been a very big advancement in our understanding of the geology that has not been immediate. I mean, when we started... We were stopping some holes that now we have to go back and continue because now we know, oh, we were in Cereside, we never hit the biotech. so now we should have continued. Now let's continue and boom, we start hitting things again. And, uh, and that has, right now, I think we, we haven't missed one, one single area of structure. I'm not saying that everything is mineralized, but the structure itself, not missed. Fantastic. Well
1: gentlemen thank you so much my my understanding of what you're doing and what you're looking at is is so hugely improved having had the luxury of speaking to you for 45 minutes um jose is there uh what what have i missed you know what what would you like to um add that i haven't asked about in terms of the kind of the, the the potential of the area
0: Maybe the only part that I would like to add is that I feel extremely proud to have the team that, that we have. Uh, Luis has over 20 years experience, was part of the group that actually discovered Cerro Lindo. He's uh, very humble, not talking too much about his discoveries, but he's someone that has been involved in, in this industry and knows exactly what he's doing. And John Felix is coming from one of the most prestigious uh, companies to work with us and to take care of the previsibility visibility So I think we have a top-notch team working with us and progressing this project to what it's our dream, which is to become a a producer. We don't want to give the impression that we're one more company there trying to put holes and eventually just look for sale. No, we want to look into production. Um, If as a consequence of that, maybe we have to face a takeover, that's a different story, but we want to be a producer. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Gentlemen, until the next time. Bye-bye.